and welcome back to Stop and Go F1, or should I say Stop and Go F3, as that's what we're covering in today's video. All the stuff from uh, the F3 races this weekend at the Belgian Grand Prix for what's been a very, very exciting F3 weekend. And a weekend in which Gabriel Bortoletto could have won the championship, uh, but he would start both races from 15th place after a very disappointing qualifying on the sprint, we have Barta on pole with um, Aaron alongside. All cars on dry tyres as the uh, formation lap begins. The rain starts to come down, though. The rain being a massive topic across all formulas this weekend, as you may expect. Very slow start for everyone as they just tiptoe around turn one. He is desperately trying to just make it through without any damage. I think everyone got through okay, though. We went three wide on the Kemmel straight as Taylor Barnard took the lead. Aaron has a massive dive on Edgar for P4. Uh, Montoya and Villa Gomez are off at the start. So we have Barnard versus Collette, where Collette goes round the outside for the lead just before the bus stop chicane. Uh, we have the safety car out for the uh, crash between Montoya and Villa Gomez. On the opening lap of the race, we had three different leaders. The safety car comes in at the end of lap four. Sophia Flush has made it five places in two corners off the restart. Fantastic weekend for Flush. Uh, Barter is now going backwards uh, and um, is now down to seventh. Uh, Marty and Minnie hit. Cohen also got involved in that. This is an insane thing here where Marty is trying to go around the outside of Minnie. They have contact. They both go off. Then Marty is trying to come back on the track and just completely collects Cohen. It was unbelievable. He's very instantly like apologetic and it seems like Cohen accepted his apology. I expected Marty to get a penalty for rejoining the track in an unsafe manner, but apparently a marshal waved him on and told him it was okay and then instantly had a head-on collision. So uh, Marty got away with that one. Uh, Bortoletto has a huge championship lead. Um, and it was pretty much over before it even started in terms of this race weekend. But after this crash for Marty, I think it was even more over. Later on, we discover it was completely pointless, but that's for later. Um, there's a 10-second penalty for Villa Gomez for causing a collision earlier on. Uh, the safety car ends on lap 8, and Edgar has a huge lockup and gives up P4 to Zach O'Sullivan. Bortoletto is now up to P9, but then pulls over to the side of the road, and we get another safety car. Um, turns out that... Oh, we don't really know what happened here, because he... Uh, Ganovich locked up and hit the back of Bortoletto as Bortoletto went past. And the commentators initially said it was a puncture, but I don't think it was a puncture, because you wouldn't just pull over like that for a puncture. But something went wrong off the contact between Boganovic and Bortoletto, and Bortoletto pulls over. So this is the first DNF of Bors for Bortoletto this year, the championship leader. So kind of a saving grace for Marty over his collision earlier on. Uh, rain is now properly coming down as the safety car ends, and it would be Kyle Colette who wins from Barnard from uh, Paul Aron in third. Zach O'Sullivan was the highest finisher who is a championship contender. Now, initially, they said nobody gets points because there wasn't two consecutive laps of green flag racing for the entire race, so the race doesn't officially happen. But this morning, they have gone back on that and given points out. So, uh, yeah, it's an interesting one, but there you go. That's, that's how it is. So, I mean, 
you can understand Marty's frustration with that incident because this was a big chance for him, especially you didn't know at the time Bortoletto not finishing the race. As we go to the feature race, drama before the race has even started with Gabrielli Mini in the wall, so he won't even start the race. Once again, we have a delayed start because every session has to be delayed this weekend. That's the rules. And this is when we find out the points have now been given for the sprint race because the full race distance was ran. I'm not entirely sure what the rules are on that, but I'm glad that the uh, points are given because I think even though we didn't have two consecutive uh, laps of green flag racing, there was still more that happened in the F3 sprint race than it was in the F1 sprint race. And there was more, you know, daring driving and stuff. And I think the guys who finished that race deserved to have points even if there wasn't two consecutive green flag laps. But there you go. Anyway, Marty's on pole for the feature race alongside Fornaroli. Bortoletto once again starting 15th. Now, here is the big uh, meat of this race. It's, do you start on dries, do you start on wets? That was the big question. No one really knew to the point that on the starting grid, there were some cars who had their left side wheels dry, their right side wheels wet. So when they finally made a decision, they had to change two wheels. Um, so it was Aaron Barnard, Mansell Flersch, Gray Boyer, Bedrin, Montoya, Cohen and uh, Farish. F Farish? That's what I've written. On the wet, everyone else on the drive to get a rolling start. It turns out the wets were the right call. Paul Aron, starting P11, gained five positions in one corner. And by the end of the Kemmel straight, he was up to P2. One corner later, he took the lead from P11 to P1 in less than half of a lap. Incredible stuff from Paul Aron. The top ten now were all on wets. The bottom twelve all on dries. Uh, Mansell's able to get past Boyer. The safety car comes out because Gerfer has um, a big crash at the top of Eau Rouge. Thankfully, he was okay. This is at the end of lap five. Now, when this safety car comes in, some of the wet uh, tyre drivers decide that it should come in and go for dries. Paul Aron, the race leader, being one of them, as is Boyer, Gray and uh, Farrier. Uh, Barnard is now the race leader on the wet, and Paul Aron is down to P7. And this is when Farrier just goes off behind the safety car. He comes, he's pit for the dries, he's going along, and he just goes off into a gravel trap. Uh, Browning also spins behind the safety car, and uh, the safety car comes in, and the wet tyre drivers are leaving the rest for dead again. So big mistake from Paul Aaron there not to stay on the wets, giving away what possibly could have been a race win. Uh, Kai Collett is also past Aaron now for P7 as he goes wide. O'Sullivan is making a huge mistake at the end of the Kevel Strait and has to use the runoff area. Via Gomez uh, hits the back of someone and gives them a puncture. Who was that? I think that was Cohen. And now we have Barnard versus Mansell for P1, which is an incredible battle for the dying laps of this race. Uh, they touch wheels at the end of one of their first battles here, and Mansell goes off the track, comes on comes on from a, an exit road, and ends up in first place. Obviously gives the place back. Great driving from both of them, though. I mean, that was the only time they touched, and they were wheel-to-wheel -wheel quite often. Great defensive stuff from Barnard, great attacking stuff from Mansell. Uh, Bortoletto now, though, is on a charge, because we get to the crossover point towards the end of the race, where the dries are starting to become a little bit faster than the wets. Bortoletto putting fastest lap, the fastest lap, the fastest lap, really charging his way up through the field. Uh, Barter hits Gray at the bus stop chicane, 
And then Sophia Flush, who's having a fantastic race, spent most of the race in 7th, is now up to 6th, but then gets past Montoya up into P5, but then Montoya is able to take the place back. And as we cross the finish line, it is Barnard who wins the race from Mansell, then it's Bedrin, Garcia in 4th, Kai Collette in 5th, Montoya 6th, Flush in 7th, Paul Aron has to settle for 8th, Marty is 9th, Colapinto 10th. And what that means in terms of the championship is that Bortoletto only needs one point at Monza to become the Formula 3 champion. So, you know, they get two points for getting pole position. Bortoletto could become Formula 3 champion on a Friday, which is a very interesting place to be put into. Great racing all across the weekend. I think, you know, F3 is really coming to it, into its own. Towards the start of the year, I was referring to it as put a bunch of kids in single-seater single seater cars and see what happens. But now you can really see that the, all these guys are getting really used to the cars and are really driving really well. If you compare them to where they all were at the start of the year, it's very different across the entire grid in terms of talent and you know just keeping the cars out of the walls and all that kind of stuff. They're coming across really well. I expect to see a lot of these guys in F2 next year, which should be a lot of fun. As for stars of F3, now, something that I've done before that I'm going to do again here. And I can't remember if I did it for F3 or F2, but I gave out two stars um, for the one race. I'm just going to, I think it was, I'm just checking my spreadsheet here, everyone. Oh no, it was F3. F3 hero for Silverstone. I gave it to Paul Aaron and Tommy Smith. Well, I'm doing it again. There are going to be two stars of F3 this weekend. Firstly, Christian Mansell. Fantastic driving from him. I think he went from like 21st to 2nd. Really could have won the race, but yes, uh, Barnard was too good towards the end. And my second star of F3 is Sophia Flush because my goodness, she's had a fantastic year that's just been like completely understated. You know, the team she's driving for aren't great. They don't know how to set up a car properly, but she's consistently beating her teammates. She's consistently making huge gains in every race she does. Uh, she scored points in Austria, only to be disqualified for a team's mistake. And now, here she is. She scored points again. The first woman ever to score points in F3. Fantastic racing from her, and I think she deserves to be the star of F3 this weekend, alongside Christian Mansell. So there you go. There's the stars of F3 this weekend. Another great weekend of F3. And I'll be back in Monza, where I fully expect uh, Gabriel Bortoletto to become the champion unless something absolutely insane happens. Until then, though, have a great weekend. Uh, we're back later on for F2, then after that for F1 this weekend. Then we'll have all we'll have loads of content throughout the uh, summer break, so make sure you stay subscribed for all that good stuff, and I'll see you then. Have a good one. Goodbye.